Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you spending your eve of Thanksgiving with us as we roll towards the holiday. Uh, big win last night for Stephen F. Austin over Duke. Uh, that combines with the win that Evansville had over Kentucky at Rupp. Two absolutely stunning results. If you had bet uh, Stephen F. Austin on the money line, according to my buddy Todd Furman, 85 to 1 uh, was the payoff. That would have been a nice little bonus. I wonder if anybody in the entire country actually placed that bet. Um, my suspicion is that the answer is no. Uh, we are rolling through uh, discussions here. We started off the show talking about the college football playoff rankings, which came out. Ohio State bumps uh, LSU out of the number one spot. My theory on that is that it's allowing the committee to slide Alabama in at number four and not actually have any uh, any major issues with a rematch right out of the gate there. So that is a possibility as well and is uh, worth uh, contemplating and discussing perhaps a little bit, although there are so many games going on this weekend and still to come in the conference title week that it's hard to know exactly what the final playoff picture will look like. But here is the one that the College Football Playoff Committee has for us as we roll into the final week of the regular season in college football. Uh, Usually on Friday, we have a uh, group draft over what the best sporting events are to watch over the weekend. But in this scenario, 
Uh, since it is Wednesday and so many of the games start tomorrow, we've got three NFL games tomorrow starting at 12.30 Eastern. we got games on Thursday and Friday, many of which are rivalries in nature in college football that are taking place as well. So I thought it probably made the most sense for us to go ahead and do the draft right now. Uh, Jeff Schwartz will be up next, by the way, and in hour three we'll dive into the Thanksgiving uh, festivity uh, with a lot of fun coming that direction for you. But right now, in hour two, for everybody who is working on Wednesday, and by the way, there are a lot of you who are not working, and I know a lot of you are going to be listening to this on podcast uh, as you travel uh, across the country, maybe around the world. Also, uh, a lot of you that, uh, that that are working today and will be flying out or driving out later after work, which is what I am doing later in the day. Uh, so everybody be safe out there on the, the roads and airways. But let's go ahead and uh, and begin. What are the best football games coming up for the weekend? Since it's my show, I get to go first and I get to get the first pick. And I think the best sporting event that's taking place in the world of football this weekend is and it's a it's a one Eastern cook off, uh, kickoff, which I think is going to surprise a lot of people uh, who were expecting this would be a Monday night football game or at least a afternoon or evening game. It's the 49ers traveling all the way across the country to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Look, you got the 49ers who are sitting at 10 and one right now. They're the number one overall seed in uh, the NFC, but they have right now close on their heels. The Seattle Seahawks sitting at nine and two. Uh, so it's a big game for the 49ers, and it's a massive game for the Baltimore Ravens, who are on a roll. They have won seven in a row, uh, but they are trying to catch the New England Patriots. They remain a game behind the New England Patriots as we come into Week 12 action. Jimmy G on the road against Lamar Jackson. I am all in on this game. This is my number one overall draft pick. So what would you take, Danny G.? Oh, man, you took my pick. Well, of course, it's the best game by far. No, it is. It's the advantage of having your name uh, on the show. You get to pick first. And you know which game I'm going to leave for dub. Yeah, I'm going to surprise you. Rather than being a homer, I'll go to your state, and actually I'll go to Indianapolis because I want to see what's going on with the AFC wildcard picture. So I'm going to take Tennessee and Indy. Can both teams lose for us Raider fans? Maybe you could get a tie. That would be awesome. Obviously, I love watching Derrick Henry run the ball. We've talked a lot about the Colts the past couple of weeks on our show. This big AFC South showdown is going to mean a lot for the four remaining teams fighting over that last spot. Yeah, it's an intriguing. First of all, this is an unbelievable stat when you think about how even NFL teams are supposed to be and why I have no faith that the Titans will actually win it. The Titans against the Colts head-to-head are 3-19 and in the last 22 games. Dang. Think about how hard it is to go three and nineteen, and it's not like the Titans have been awful, you know, in the last three years. For instance, the Titans nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven. They're six and five this year. So when you say three and nineteen, it's not as if you're talking about a team that has gone two and fourteen or three and thirteen over the past several years and just lost a lot of football games. Andrew Luck retired, having won eleven in a row. He never lost to the Titans in his career, I believe, uh, as a uh, as a quarterback. I think that's right. He might have lost early in his career, and I don't even hardly remember it. But he didn't lose for eleven straight to finish off, and I think he went eleven and zero in his career as a uh, as a Colts quarterback against the Titans. But overall, the Titans are three and nineteen in their last twenty two, and that includes a two point home loss in week two. Uh, but it's intriguing. 
Titans are four and one in their last five. The Colts are one and three in their last four. So uh, we'll see what happens. Injuries with Marlon Mack, and I think Eric Ebron is uh, injured with the Colts. So not a lot of offensive weaponry. T.Y. Hilton has had issues with uh, with his health as well uh, so far this year. So uh, that should be an intriguing game to watch. I think it's a good game to watch. I don't think it's worthy of the number two overall pick, but you are a Raiders fan obsessed with the AFC playoff picture. Uh, so uh, that is a uh, intriguing one for sure. Dub, I think you're probably headed down to the state of Alabama, if I were guessing. Yeah, that's a good guess, Clay. I'm going with the Iron Bowl, and this is probably the biggest game in the college football playoff uh, situation, yeah. uh, if you will, because obviously Auburn can play spoiler here at home, getting three and a half points, courtesy of Chris Felica the Bear on Twitter last night. He always runs through all these trend lines, which I love. Yeah, he's the on last seven college times, game day. Really good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a sharp dude. The last seven times Alabama has been favored by less than a touchdown. The Crimson Tide are three and four straight up and have covered only one time. Currently, they are three and a half point favorites against Auburn. Auburn's won two of the last three in Auburn. Backup quarterback in Mac Jones. We'll see. This could really shake things up next week on the college football playoff rankings with Alabama currently sitting at five. If you're a Utah fan, you're an Auburn fan this week. If you're a Georgia fan, you're definitely an Auburn fan this week. So a lot of people are going to be Auburn Tigers just like myself on Saturday. I'm excited about it. It should be a good game, and hopefully the Auburn Tigers can finally win against a good SEC opponent at home this year. Yeah, here's the challenge, though, Dub. If you win, you're going to keep Gus Miles on. I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the challenge, I think, for a lot of Auburn fans out there is if Gus Miles on wins – then you kind of maintain that uh, that that status quo. Gus Malzahn, seven million dollar a year guy, down on the plains. If he loses, and Auburn fans go back and they look, I know that he would have lost to four really good football teams. Right? Auburn had a brutally difficult schedule, but there's a perpetual disappointment that Auburn and Gus Malzahn seem to share with each other. It doesn't seem like a union. It's like a marriage that you know is going to end up in divorce at some point. You're just not sure how that's going to be. And uh, neither side really seems to like the other. And it's almost like they both married for money. Gus Malzahn was like, ah, you know, $7 million a year. It's hard to say no to it. And Auburn's looking around and they're like, man, we better get married to somebody. There's not a lot of other good options out here. Uh, I actually like Alabama to cover in this game. I, it's rare that Nick Saban can play the disrespect card. But I think he's going to have his team foaming at the mouth over the fact that Tua is out, that nobody thinks they're any good. He's going to have them convinced that they're 40-point underdogs by the time they take the field against Auburn. And uh, I just don't buy into Bo Nix in big games. I know this Alabama defense has not been great, uh, historically, certainly by Alabama defensive standards. But I, uh, Bo Nix has been awful in every game he's played against really high-end opponents so far this year, completing less than half his passes. Uh, I, I like Alabama as much as it may pain you, Dub, and all oh, the no. people out full, there listening. Full, full disclosure, I, I will be betting Alabama in this game. Oh, you There's are? There's no doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that an emotional hedge, or is that just you legitimately think that, that Auburn's no, not that I, good? No, I agree with you. Bo Nix just hasn't shown me enough or really anything to yeah. be able to put my money on Auburn against an Alabama and Nick Saban coach defense. I don't care how you know down they are this year. They're still going to be out there ready to, ready to go and play well. Yeah, and I feel like the Alabama defense, since that performance against LSU, Nick Saban takes that personally, I think. So I, I think they'll play decently. I think it'll be a, 
a low-scoring style game. I, I think Bama wins something like 24 to 14 or 24 to 17. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, what about you, uh, uh, Eddie Garcia? What game are you going to draft? Well, I will take with the uh, number four selection the battle for the Big Ten West. That will be Minnesota at ten and one hosting Wisconsin. It's going to be an intriguing at nine game. Nine and two. Uh, this one is in Minnesota. I think we're expecting maybe some snow in this one as well. Uh, Wisconsin on the road is favored by three, but I th- think it will be a very close game. Yeah, and this is massive in terms of the college football playoff picture as well because if Minnesota wins then theoretically they could still Ohio State's bid if they pulled off the upset in the Big Ten title game. If Wisconsin wins, then I don't really think it – first of all, Ohio State already has crushed Wisconsin once uh, on the season. But also, uh, Wisconsin's already lost two games. So I don't think Wisconsin is in any way in the playoff mix unless absolute chaos happens and there's tons of upsets this coming weekend. Uh, so uh, I, I think that will be a really interesting game to watch. And arguably – what is that like the biggest game? I know they beat Penn State earlier this year as an undefeated team, but for Minnesota Golden Gopher fans, is this the biggest game in Minnesota if you're a Minnesota fan in 50 years, 60 years? I mean, to be playing for a chance to go to the Big Ten title game, which would obviously then become the biggest game in forever in Minnesota, uh, certainly an intriguing one uh, to follow and a big one in terms of the college football playoff picture. Roberto, you get the last pick as always. You always have the most pressure on you because a lot of good games being taken off the board. Which one are you taking? Well, let's see. I could go Patriots versus Texans here, but... Which I think is the best option. Actually, a really good game. No. Texans are 0-5 versus New England under Bill O'Brien, including the playoffs, and they almost lost to my Raiders at home. So I'm going to go with the homer pick here. I'm going to go with the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Yeah, that's an awful game. No, it's going to be a good game. Battle of the AFC West. Which I think the Raiders are are the Raiders are probably going to lose, but I want I want to see how they play, and I want to see if cold weather Derek Carr shows up once again. Is the weather going to be bad? I haven't. Yeah, even checked. it's going to be snowing. I'm pretty sure it's going to be snowing. It's going to be uh, under 30 degrees. So yeah, we got to see if cold weather Derek Carr shows up. Then that's it. Cold weather Derek Carr. Yeah, is, I'm uh, done with trouble cold. for the Raiders. Yes, exactly. That's why I want to see this game. Uh, that would be. I mean, if you guys lose this game, which is the and that's like, the reason why, if they lose, uh, no playoffs for sure. Yeah, uh, no think. playoffs, but also like the the, the all of the uh, excitement of the season really kind of gets its. I, I know it's this is a you were guys were ahead of the curve, but then you're six and six with the Titans coming to town. We'll see what the Titans do against the Colts. Well, we talked about that game a little bit earlier. I think the Titans will lose to the Colts. And uh, and you'll have a two six and six teams playing, which is fine, but it's not exactly like it's a it's a game that really matters. Cold. Whereas if both teams won, it could turn into a pretty intriguing game. Cold weather. Derek Carr is currently zero and four with uh, temperatures under uh, thirty degrees or under. Yeah, I I actually as much as people might care about the Raiders there, I think the question is the Chiefs because the Chiefs, if they are going to be a legitimate threat, last year they had they were an offsides play away from being in the Super Bowl. If they're going to be a legitimate threat to advance to uh, to in, in the playoffs and actually win games, they need to shut the door on the AFC West in this home game. They haven't been great at home so far this year, but they need to beat the Raiders soundly, get to 8-4, and four, basically eliminate any doubt that they are going to win uh, the a- AFC West. At that point, they would be a two-and-a-half game lead, if I'm not mistaken, with four games to go, uh, which is virtually impossible to choke away. And so then they could start to focus on, hey, let's go ahead and lock up the number three overall seed and start to think a little bit about what it might be like 
to play against the Ravens. And look, if the Ravens were to get upset by the 49ers, maybe they could have an outside chance that the Ravens fall apart a little bit down the stretch and they have the tie break over the Ravens to potentially get one of those buys. But that is all still to come. So those are uh, our draft picks going forward as you uh, break down the weekend still to come, uh, which will be one of the best of the year in the world of, uh, of college football and the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate you guys sitting in uh, the next couple of days. Uh, what is your top go-to 
Thanksgiving choice if you're standing in line, walking through, filling up your plate? Oh, I, uh, the fried turkey. So I'll eat a, a fried turkey. I'll eat a lot of fried turkey. Um, I uh, marinate it in Creole butter, and then I drop it in the peanut oil, 48 minutes about, depending on the size of the turkey. And then I love, like, the wings, the legs. Um, I'd rather have more turkey than, like, fixings. The, the, the older I get, you know, the less I kind of stray away from, like, eating a ton of carbs. So, um, but I'll, I'll go macaroni. I like a good, a good roll. Um, and then I'll have green bean casserole. I don't think we're making that tomorrow. And uh, that's pretty good. Like, I don't need, I don't need the gravy, mashed potatoes. I don't need cranberry sauce. I don't need any of that. Just give me the turkey, man. Are you, uh, are you guys at home doing everything yeah. at your house? Yeah. So how big is your crew? Oh, it's just my parents and my kids and us. Um, I think maybe some people might show up. Like, we kind of have an open-door policy at my house where people just, like, show up. So I don't know who's going to totally be here, but I think that's it. Yeah. If people show up, they show up. I don't know. Well, the door is – the people that know the passcode to the door just come in. So it is what it is. I don't know. I think, I think that's it. We'll so, find out tomorrow. So here's the question. Um, it seems like kind of a mediocre slate of NFL games, and I think it's probably headlined yeah. by Cowboys hosting Bills. Do you buy into the Bills? I know they're 8-3. and three, No. Um, and they haven't beaten anybody good. But what do you anticipate down the stretch for them? So they're 8-3. and three. Yep. If you, look at, if you look at the top 10 for the 2020 draft, the Bills have seven of their eight wins against those 10 teams. Yeah. And really they have six of their – uh, uh, six of their wins against the top five of those teams, right? And so um, they've played nobody. Uh, they often don't win any of those games that, you know, very, very, like, it's not very convincing. You know, they beat your Titans without Ryan Tannehill, who somehow is playing like, like Joe Montana all of a sudden. Yeah, but also um, in that game that they beat the Titans, the Titans missed four field goals, four field goals <laughs> and had two touchdowns called back by penalty. Yes. And they, I think the Bills won, if I remember, 14-7. to seven. So it wasn't like it was a great, you know, Hugely right. impressive game. Um, they, they moved up this week in, in DVOA, which I like. Well, sorry, it's a 14 now from 25. So they were 25. They beat Denver, moved up uh, 11 spots, mostly because the teams they've played have also won games. Um, you know, what do they do well? Like, 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 if you were to say, you know, look at the rest of the playoff teams, right? Ravens, right? They run the ball very well and they play good defense. The Patriots have an amazing defense. 49ers, right? Defense, run game. You know, what, what do the Bills do well? They, they play decent defense, I guess. I mean, they, there's nothing specific that they do very well. And so, I don't really find them. No, I think they lose to the Cowboys. They go to 8 and 4. They'll now have lost games against you know, all the good teams they've played. And I don't really buy them. Uh, all right, so who do you buy among the six and five teams that are contending right now in the AFC? You've got the Titans and the Colts who play this weekend, which is a, a bit of an intriguing game. You've got the Raiders who are coming off of a bad loss against uh, the, the Jets. And then you also have the Steelers who are starting now uh, a guy in Devlin Hodges over Mason Rudolph. But neither one of those quarterbacks have really played well the past few weeks. So what's your breakdown? How would you, how would you set this up? Well, I think the Titans, right? I mean, the Titans are doing enough to win these games. Ron Tannehill's playing well. Defensively, they're good. And, and the Titans are one of those teams where you look up at the end of the season, you're like, oh, they went 9-7? They went oh, Again, for three straight years, they've been 9-7. and seven. <laughs> It's just like it's an unassuming 9-7, and seven, right? Like, they don't win, I'd say, they don't win a lot of big games. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess they beat the Chiefs this year. Um, when they beat the Patriots kind of like, last year. It's kind of like unassuming. Like, oh, they're 9-7 and seven again. So, 
I mean, the Titans, right? I mean, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They, I know they play conservative football, but in the end, they kind of get you to 9-7. It doesn't win you a lot of playoff games, but it you know, gets you into the dance at least. And um, the way they're playing now is, is, is pretty good. Um, I would say, I would actually say, look, uh, um, I do think the Steelers will beat the Browns this weekend, but if they do not, the Browns' schedule is set up very well. I know they're 5-6 and six right now to be 9-7 and seven or 10-6, and six, kind of like we all thought they might be to start the season. So I look at the Browns, too. They're, they're a team that um, they're playing better football now, obviously, and their schedule is really set up for success. All right, so a year ago, if we had been doing this show, getting ready for Thanksgiving, we would have been talking about how incredible the Rams are. Sean McVay's a genius. Jared Goff has come into his own. Todd Gurley. In a year's time, all three of those guys have basically fallen on their face. It feels like Todd Gurley's career is closer to being over than it is to continuing. Jared Goff looks like maybe the most overpaid quarterback in the history of the NFL if you look at the guaranteed money that he's getting, which is more than anyone has received. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass since October 27th. Uh, That's almost the entire month of November that has passed without him throwing a touchdown pass. I believe the Rams have only scored two offensive touchdowns since they came back from London. And Sean McVay, who was the guy who was going to be the next Belichick, according to many people, uh, now he can't even score a touchdown on Monday Night Football. Uh, A year's time, a lot can change. So the Rams look like they are washed up and done, at least for this year. But how sustainable is the Ravens' offensive success? They've won seven in a row. Right now, everybody convinced that Lamar Jackson is the greatest quarterback in the history of the universe. Do you believe this Ravens offensive juggernaut is sustainable? Why or why not? Well, here, so there's two things here. One is that, um, and I, and I used to think the way you do, I still do think, you know, kind of the way you do with this offense is that, you know, long term, sustainable, probably not, right? I mean, there's no history in the NFL of this working for a long period of time. I mean, the Ravens are going to lose Greg Roman, their offensive coordinator, who now has done this with him and Colin Kaepernick, Lamar and Colin. So he, and and of honestly, a, he did pretty well with Tyrod Taylor, too. I mean, he's he's been a really yeah. good offensive coordinator. So he's going to be gone. Right? I mean, he's going to go somewhere. Someone will hire him next season to be the OC somewhere, you know, to, to run their program. And then if you lose him, then obviously what becomes of your offense? You know, you'll obviously have – you probably promote someone from, from, from within. But typically, it's hard to duplicate the offense if the coordinator leaves. Um, but, you know – it doesn't matter now. And that, I think, is, is a distinction where right now they're the best team in the NFL, and right now they're Super Bowl favorites. And as long as they're playing this way now, it doesn't matter, in my opinion, the long term, how it's going to be if they win a Super Bowl this year. If they do not win this year, then really it's been a lot of fun. And it might be, it might be for naught because eventually they're not going to be the same way. I, I do not think this, this offense lasts forever. I mean, we've seen um, – you know, versions of this offense for a long period of time. Um, some have worked for more years than not, but eventually it all comes to an end. But it doesn't matter because right now it's working. And um, I uh, I was wrong about them. I thought the Ravens would not be very good uh, this year. Um, and uh, it's I'm clearly mistaken. I don't know how you stop this team. James Harrison said something really interesting yesterday on, on Speak for Yourself. I've been, I've been wondering this myself. So in the NFL, they give a lot of protections to quarterbacks, right, as they should. But there's one time where they don't, and that's if the quarterback is kind of doing this RPO zone read thing and they're waiting, they hand the ball off, you're actually allowed to tee off on the quarterback. So you can, if you're a defensive end, you can run full speed at the quarterback and deck him, even if he hands the ball off. And that's the way a lot of teams used to defend Cam Newton 
and Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick is they would just run full speed and just deck the quarterback, force him to hand the ball off and just hit the quarterback every single time. And no one has done that this year against Lamar Jackson. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because there's all this window dressing around the plays they're doing that's hard for the defensive end just to kind of see where he's going and, and whatnot. But I would, I would never let Lamar carry the football. I would never let him carry the football. Why would you do that to your, to your, to your defense? There's no, he's too fast. He's too quick. Um, no one can tackle him. Force him to give the ball every time and then hit him. Yeah, it is interesting. For people out there who, who are not like necessarily thinking about that, and I haven't even thought about it, uh, when you do the run-pass option, the reason why you can hit the quarterback is because, in theory, the quarterback is a runner, and you're not. it's tough for a defensive player to know 100% whether the quarterback Correct. is going to keep the ball or not, right? So if you're not allowed yeah. to hit him, then it's almost impossible to defend that play. But when they run that run-pass option with, uh, with Melvin Ingram, your thought, or whoever else is in it at running back, your thought is you should just deck Lamar Jackson every single time because one, that puts hits on him and maybe makes him play not as well down the stretch of a game. But two, it also just immediately sends the message, we're not going to allow you to run the football against us. Yes, it does both of those. And James Harrison mentioned, look, if you hit a quarterback four or five times in a game when he's not protected and not thinking about it, he'll change real fast how he runs off. And so the coordinator. Um, and then it forces you know you to hand the ball off every single time, which you know, the Ravens are running the ball well, so they, they can still run their offense. But you know, the big part of their offense is the threat of, of Lamar Jackson running the football. If they would, would they be the same team if we knew that you know, Lamar Jackson was not running the football as much? Probably not. So I'm surprised people haven't done this yet. It, it seems like it has worked in the past, and maybe the 49ers this weekend with their defensive ends who are quick and fast and big um, will we'll try to implement this as well. Do you think the 49ers have a good defensive talent to be able to step up to this Ravens offensive attack? Yeah, they do, and they're really fast at linebacker. But here, here's the key when you play the Ravens. Um, it's not even how your defense plays. It's how your offense plays. So when the Ravens are not built to play from behind, they've actually been behind twice this year, a significant amount, and lost both games, the Chiefs and the Browns. Um, if you can score offensively, you put a lot of pressure on Baltimore's offense because their offense is not an offense that really is built it's, to come from behind. And it's not um, a quick quick attack offense, right? If right, you get down by right. double they digits. Yeah. Right. They eat, they eat the clock and, and they just kind of take their time. Um, and so, you know, the, the Niners' key is to come out in the first drive and score a touchdown. You know, go, go, into ball, you know, go into Baltimore, get the ball, and score. And then try to score again, obviously. If you're up 10 nothing, 14 nothing, the game changes really fast. And so, that's a key that only many people have talked about. It is it's not sometimes so much about stopping their offense; it's about your offense playing well and trying to find ways to score enough points. And that's why the Chiefs, by the way, have played well against the Ravens the last two years. They've scored a lot of points against them, and the Ravens don't play the same way when they're behind. And so, um, the, the resurgent defense of the Ravens has been a big part of their success. How crushing for you was Oregon's loss to oh, Arizona geez. State? Um, you know why it was. It was it was bad for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, the Pac-12 kind of screws the entire conference. I mean, Utah is probably out now, even though Utah is playing really good. And look, the question obviously becomes most divert, divert, deserving our best team. I don't know if you realize how good Utah is playing. They're they're they're, they're doing really well. Um, the disappointing part of it was, you know, we had not allowed a touchdown pass over 50 yards this year. We allowed two in the game, so it was abnormal for our defense the way that we played. Um, but typically, when you lose a game like that. You kind of get beat up, right? Like your offensive line allows a bunch of sacks, and you have a bunch of turnovers, which we did, but just kind of a sloppy game. 
we didn't play that way. We averaged seven yards a carry. Justin Herbert wasn't even touched all game. You know, Arizona State only averaged like three and a half yards a carry, four yards a carry. I mean, we, we dominated the trenches, which is typically, you know, a great sign for winning the game. Um, we theoretically have the better quarterback, which I, I don't know if you can argue that was the case on Saturday night. Um, and it's just, it, it is disappointing. And look, the Pac-12 now has not had a team um, win nine games in, in, in the conference, right? We, we've yet to have a team go undefeated since we went to nine games. There's arguments to be made that we shouldn't be playing nine games. Um, um, you know, SEC only plays eight. And look, imagine if, you know, if Oregon had played Northwest Tech this weekend, we'd be probably in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. It's disappointing. But look, just look the at the ACC, like by the way, plays eight, too. So the, in the major conferences, right. uh, there, are, uh, there are two major conferences that play eight conference games right 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 it's not just right and, and then yeah and the, the the big the big 12 plays nine i don't know what the big 10 does big 10 um, plays nine as well i believe is yeah is, is, it's great so, three of them play nine yeah. three of, and in the big 12 at least you can argue playing nine makes complete sense for them because they play a round robin so they play every team and they can at least argue that we played you know every team played every team in the big 12 yeah. which only has 10 teams yeah um you know, but you have to look at it like this as you're an Oregon fan. Um, and I know that you, what's your side about recruiting, right? Like, like you, can, you can't win a championship unless you've been in top 10 for how many years in a row? What yeah, so the, the study that I did, you know, just kind of looking, using the consensus top, to, top 10 recruiting yeah. classes, you have to have at least two uh, top 10 recruiting classes in, in the last 20 years. Uh, nobody has won a uh, championship with the exception, I believe it was, of Oklahoma the year that Bob Stoops won okay. without yeah. – it's last 25 years or something now – without having at least two consensus top ten recruiting classes in the four years prior. Um, and that's becoming even more of the case in a playoff yeah. era where the four teams that get in typically are four of the most talented every year. So, uh, so I'm glad you mentioned that because – so Oregon now – is on the verge of having their second straight top 10 class. And we had never had one top 10 class, at least according to what I looked at. Um, so we're, we're on our way, right? If we beat Oregon State this weekend, and we're 20-point 20, 20 favorites, we'll be 10-2 and two in Mario's second year. We'll have the chance to, to win the conference against Utah in the championship game. And even if we lose that game, we still possibly go into the Rose Bowl. Um, and we have a, a second straight top 10 recruiting class. Like, we're right there, guys. It's okay I know that the timing of the loss sucks, and, and you know we, we dashed our playoff chances. I get all that. Um, but we weren't going to win the championship anyways. I mean, LSU, Ohio State, Alabama, they were all smoked us. Um, but we have another top-ten recruiting class, at least right now. I think it's eight or nine. Um, and we're, we're on the way there. And, and I think that people don't realize how important having all that talent is. And uh, the quarterback behind Herbert, they love him. And I've heard actually from a second person who's not associated with the Oregon program um, that they they like the kid behind Herbert better than like Herbert. So um, I'm excited for the future, but it sucks. But um, look, we we're ten and two. I'll take it, and we won't go to Rose Bowl. That's fine. And year two for Mario. Do you buy into my conspiracy theory that one reason Ohio State went to one and LSU fell to two is because the committee is setting it up so you wouldn't have an SEC rematch? Interesting. Um, because otherwise good, Alabama could slide in at four and it would be an LSU-Alabama rematch. This way, if LSU stays at two, you get LSU-Clemson and you would theoretically have Ohio State-Alabama, potentially, depending on how things shake out, uh, which is a uh, which is a better scenario. Or just put 12-1 Utah in and you don't have to worry about that. Um, 
I uh, that's interesting. I, I probably think that's probably valid. I think they probably don't want that to happen if, if that is the case. Now I think Oklahoma probably does have the best shot to end up four. Right, they still have to. You know, they have uh, they have a ranked uh, Oklahoma State team and then a ranked Baylor team who's now in the top ten uh, to play in the Big 12 championship game. And so uh, I don't, Alabama has a tough road to get in. I know people want them in and look, and they're a top four talented team. That's not really the point of this. If, if that was the case, let's just put it, you know, the top four recruiting classes every single year. Right. And basically we do that anyways. Um, but I think Oklahoma has a great case of 12 and one to be number four. I think Utah will have a great case of 12 and one to be number four over Alabama. I look, I know you have one opportunity, um, you know, to win your conference. If you're Alabama, you lost that game and you shouldn't be in, I think, if you have a 12-1 team like Oklahoma or a 12-1 Utah team. And so I don't know if they're doing it quite like that. I think they're just taking it week by week. Look, Ohio State beat Penn State at home. Uh, they were ranked in the top 10. They're ahead of LSU. LSU played, who did they play? Uh, Western Arkansas. Carolina. Oh, oh, Arkansas, same thing. Western Carolina, Arkansas. I feel like the same, the same team. And then, um, you know, LSU will be probably back up there after they beat Georgia. So, um, the community is doing if they do, or that. Georgia will slide into the playoff, and will it won't matter what happens with yeah. Oklahoma. If, Georgia, if Georgia beats LSU, LSU and Georgia are both in. I think they would. I mean, look, I, as much as a homer I am of the Pac-12, and, and uh, LSU deserves to be in, even with the loss to Georgia. I mean, they've, they've put in the work, they've won the games. Uh, they're easily assuming that assuming that Georgia beats Georgia Tech and LSU beats Texas A&M. Then I agree with you. I've been saying that for a while. I think twelve and zero. LSU losing to 11-1 and Georgia would put both of those teams into the playoff. And I'd be surprised, very surprised, if the college football playoff committee has them playing against each other immediately again a couple of weeks later. I think that both those teams would play the other two teams. So Ohio yeah, State you put Georgia at two. You put like Georgia at two or Georgia at three and LSU at four. Yeah, that I happens. think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, good stuff as always. Jeff Schwartz, uh, what do you guys got planned? Anything special for Thanksgiving and uh, the day after? Uh, I'll be on tomorrow, and I'll fry my turkey, and then we'll watch mediocre NFL ball all night. I'll gamble all three games, and uh, we'll go from there. Awesome. So Jeff Schwartz will be in with uh, Jason Martin for Thanksgiving and for the day after Thanksgiving. We'll have live shows on, uh, no best of. So uh, those guys are sitting in for me. I'll be with my family down in Florida. Good stuff with Jeff Schwartz. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Last night, might have caught you by surprise. You might not even know about it yet. Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on the road against Duke. Duke has won 150 consecutive, I think uh, I heard Eddie say, non-conference games. And uh, that streak came to a close. This is what it sounded like on the Stephen F. Austin radio network. They've got a timeout. They don't use it. Bain! Yes! The Lumberjacks have done it! The Lumberjacks apparently have done it. They'll look a little longer, but this is going to be the biggest win in program history. That is the call. Uh, the Stephen F. Austin Radio Network biggest win in the history of the school. Maybe the biggest win for Stephen F. Austin since the independence of Texas. Uh, if you are a history nerd like I am, you may actually recognize the name Stephen F. Austin. Otherwise, you probably do not. Uh, he was the first president of the country of Texas before Texas became a state. So uh, that uh, is a big win for Stephen F. Austin. I just retweeted Petros Papadakis earlier today saying, wear it, um, this guy beat you, something like that. And uh, he put up an old picture of Stephen F. Austin in case you're wondering. Uh, so that occurred last night. Huge upset for Stephen F. Austin. 
Boston also continues the upset trend that has existed in college basketball. At least so far in November, you'll remember that Evansville went on the road and upset Kentucky in Rupp Arena. So uh, Duke loses in Cameron Indoor and Kentucky loses in Rupp Arena, both to substantial underdogs. If you're curious, 85-1 to 1 was the money line payout if Stephen F. Austin, you had been smart enough to put money on Stephen F. Austin. I doubt that anybody in the entire country did. Uh, but if you had, it was available at 85-1 to 1, uh, in the uh, huge upset payoff. That was an overtime win, by the way, uh, and it was a, uh, a breakaway layup after a steal from Stephen F. Austin. They hit their man in stride, and he scored. So that is the story coming out of Stephen F. Austin. The, uh, the other big news, I would say, is that the College Football Playoff Committee released its rankings, biggest change, is that Ohio State is now your number one team in the country, followed by LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor, I believe. I think I just hit the uh, the top eight or nine in a row right there as I worked through uh, the College Football Playoff Committee rankings. Let me look that up to confirm that I just got that right. I believe that I did. And there are obviously a ton of huge games that are on going forward. I might have skipped Utah if I did. That's my bad. I apologize to everybody in the state of Utah right now screaming at their radios over my uh, failure to mention them. Uh, Utah, Oklahoma, Minnesota, and Baylor is the uh, is the top 10. Uh, Penn State stays in at number 10 as well. Uh, Florida Gators at 11, Wisconsin at 12, Michigan at 13, Oregon at 14, Auburn at 15, and the Fighting Irish from Notre Dame slide in at 16 in the event that you are curious about that. If you are a big fan of the non-Power 5 conference schools, Memphis and Cincinnati are dueling there to be the top uh, non-Power 5 conference school, and uh, that is they play this weekend. And Memphis is around an 11-point favorite in that game, which should solidify one of the two of those teams at the end of the regular season as your most likely uh, team there. Now, I think they would play again, if I'm not mistaken, in the championship game as well. Uh, So uh, I'm not an expert on the uh, non-Power 5 championship game situation, but I believe they have a championship game uh, as well that is still to come. So that will not be decided uh, at the end of the regular season in terms of which school is going to be able to play in the Big Six uh, bowl games. All right. We have done this for, I think, several years in a row now. It is the eve of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. Nobody really spends time talking about Thanksgiving Eve. We spend a lot of time talking about Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Thanksgiving Eve, not as big of a deal. Uh, but it is Thanksgiving Eve, and there you heard the uh, turkey gobbling in the background. A lot of you getting ready to go out and eat your Thanksgiving Day meals. And so we thought this would be fun to have a Thanksgiving food draft. Dub, I know we got a lot of people waiting, I'm assuming, but I want to let everybody know who's waiting to talk uh, that we have to go around the horn first. So we may not get to them until after the uh, after the commercial break. So I'll reset the numbers. And if you want to hang on, I appreciate it. Uh, but I know some of you have already been waiting for a decent amount of time. But you will get the opportunity to make your draft pick, I promise. I will start off the Thanksgiving food draft. All right? We will break down as we go through all of the Thanksgiving food analysis. And I'm going to go ahead and just go right off the top here. And I understand this may be controversial to some of you because it's a bit of a controversial food. But I'm going with the number one overall pick in the Thanksgiving food draft with pecan pie. I think that the greatest thing 
from Thanksgiving, at least a Southern family Thanksgiving, is there is always pecan pie. Some people say pecan. Uh, pecan pie, I think, is the greatest of the Thanksgiving foods. Um, it is my number one draft pick if I have to go number one. I know you don't get to eat dessert first. There are a lot of kids listening probably still in the morning here. Kids, you don't get to eat dessert first. But this is the reason why you eat everything else. It's for the pecan pie, which I think should be the number one overall pick from Thanksgiving. So that's my pick. Uh, controversial potentially, but I think there's great value here. I like the closing ability of the pecan pie to kind of set on top of all the other food that you ate. It is the uh, it is the dessert, the culmination of the meal, the thing that you look forward to. I'm going dessert first in wow. the Thanksgiving food draft. You drafted pecan pie where Lamar Jackson should have went <laughs> in the draft, Clay. I'm proud of you, except you, I'm you also... You just took Jamarcus Russell, in my opinion. No, see, I understand <laughs> that some people don't like pecan pie. You're, you're, yeah. you're, my you're horrible communist. You're, you're awful human beings. But for those of us who... You took a running like quarterback it, with your first pick. It's incredible. It's the number one overall pick. I'm not going to be convinced otherwise. Oh, man. I feel like everyone's yelling at me to take Tim Couch, but I know I shouldn't, but yet I'm supposed to draft him. I mean, you can't have Thanksgiving without turkey. That's not what I wrote down, and I had this big spiel about mashed potatoes because I thought you were going to take turkey. No. So I, a- I believe that – I, I got to say this. I think turkey is falling down a lot of Thanksgiving food draft boards. I know it's traditional to eat turkey, yeah, but you there's have a lot of things that are better man. than turkey. There are a lot of things that are better. I, I will tell you, I have Italian uh, through my wife. I have Italian people in the family. A lot of lasagna showing up even more so every year. There's like a lasagna creeping up the draft board that's coming after turkey spot. I think there are a lot of people <laughs> out there that have recognized that turkey's just not that good. In the grand scheme of things. Now, Leftover turkey, though, is man, phenomenal. Chicken is better than turkey. Oh, I don't know. I, I think I Ch- eat no. more turkey in my diet than chicken. I think that chicken is better than turkey. It's not Thanksgiving without the turkey, man. I understand the traditionalist out there. So are you taking turkey? Yeah, I, I would have went mashed potatoes had you stayed where on the board where you should have drafted. No. I'm gonna go think- I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with turkey and the reason why you can prepare it several ways. You heard <laughs> Jeff Schwartz bragging about how he loves to eat fried turkey. Yep. Now, I like turkey breast, and I love to dip it in the mashed potatoes and gravy with a nice hot croissant. Who doesn't like breast? On the side. Exactly. And my favorite- Croissant? You got to have a roll. Well, a roll or a croissant. There's a big difference Anything. between a roll and a no, croissant. No, there's not. Yes. No. Yes, there is. A hot croissant the roll, out of the oven? It, the roll dunks all over the croissant. No, it does yeah. not. Oh, it just, I, I'm tempted to fire you on the spot over your croissant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Blasphemy here right now. You've never had a good croissant. Yeah, though. I have. They suck compared to good rolls. No. They, You've I, never met a southern grandma if you're arguing for croissants. Well, I, I didn't say it was better. I just said it's on par. No, I didn't say better. They're both really they, good. They, they ain't in the same I ballpark. never met dough on a plate that was baked good that I didn't like. But, yeah, if I had to choose, I would take a really good homemade roll. A nice croissant out of the oven is good, too, with the mashed potatoes, the gravy, All right, you're saying chicken. a lot of things. You're but listen, but listen, I'm going <laughs> to— You're naming, like, 15 pick, different things. Just make a pick. Well, because I didn't know I was going to have to go with a boring turkey pick at two. All right. But leftover turkey sandwiches are one of the best things on the planet. In my opinion, my mom used to put a little bit of mayonnaise, mustard on white soft bread with the leftover turkey, and that flavor sits in. 
leftover turkey sandwiches are amazing. So, so Danny G just picked eight different things in his uh, number two overall pick. Uh, so turkey is off the board, and pecan pie is off the board. Somebody, uh, somebody is the official scorekeeper here uh, of all of the picks. All right, I got so it. all right, somebody. So we might have to come back to you for a reset. And by the way, if you're going to call in and you draft something that's already been drafted you deserve the universal condemnation that you are going to receive. All right, Dub, number three overall pick. Now, this item has proven itself year in and year out. Very versatile, multi-tool, multi-dimensional. I'm shocked it's on the board here at number three for me to take with a smile on my face, and that would be the gravy. Okay, I've had my eyes on this product for about 25 years now, and I heard rumblings in the war room here at Nashville that it was possible (laughs) that it was going to be taken at number two, but I'm glad it is still here. Now, you can pour it on your turkey. You can pour it on your mashed potatoes. You can pour it on your dressing. Hell, pour it in a cup and drink it if you want to. I am taking... the turkey gravy all day long. I see. And I, I think will this put it a, on everything. You can really pour it on choice. pecan pie too. This is, if you stop. want to. This yeah. is a really bad gravy choice on top of the turkey with the stuffing. Pick, awesome. Your draft pick only works if turkey is there too. Otherwise, you're not just unless I got, you're. Just I gotta a agree sicko. with Clay there. Yeah, kind of. Unless you're just True. a sicko, you're not. Just yeah, gonna you can't the gravy. <laughs> yeah, you can't just it. pour the, the the gravy boat down your throat. Yeah, so this well, is. The I think there. I mean, Jay, you took yeah, it number two. It, yeah, I understand. So, you're, but you're like this is basically like drafting. You're like a center. You drafted a center number three overall because if there's not a quarterback the all, there, the center just four. pushes the ball back and there's nothing to do with it. It just stays right on his ass. That's what you took. I would disagree. That yeah. this is kind of my uh, Devin highest, Hester, if you will. This is the highest that a center has ever gone in the history of any draft ever. That's what you basically you like. He's my he's my Quentin Nelson. This is like if we did a July Fourth and you were like, I'm taking ketchup. That's basically what you have done. Let's not go too far here now. No, that's ketchup? what you ketchup on a burger, like for a July Fourth right. cookout. Like you're like, I love ketchup or relish or or or, or mustard. That's what you have done. I'm standing by my pick. Yeah, it's a bad pick. I understand you want to stand by it. This is uh, not a good pick for you. Iron Bowl coming up. I mean, I think you might have cursed Auburn with this pick. I'm just saying. Uh, All right, uh, Eddie Garcia, you're number four. Well, after Dub's pick, I feel like, you know, a great player has just fallen into my lap because he went uh, gravy. Gravy, that's what you put on, like, dry-ass turkey or lumpy (laughs) mashed potatoes to cover up the bad taste. Yeah, it's It's like avocado on seafood. The, the number. I mean, four, again, it's like it's, it's like you're taking mustard or relish or or, yeah, it's or ketchup as your. It's an accoutrement. Yeah, it's, I agree. Uh, at number four, I am taking the stuffing slash dressing, uh, and this is not stovetop dre- stuffing. We're talking about homemade uh, quality. No, no dry ass. This is good stuffing. Uh, nothing beats some good stuffing. And you like dressing. it moist? Absolutely. Uh, just, it yes. makes everybody so uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I am I am confident and, and comfortable you like in my it moist. In just my pull moist that stuffing. out, and we can't even. We just got dropped on uh, half of our stations. What you want? Dry stuffing? No, no you got to have moist stuffing. Yeah. Got to have the stuffing. All right, I, I, it's a decent bounce back. I still think there's a lot of quality on the board. Oh, Mr. Pecan Pie. Okay. Well, look, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking the best thing immediately and going straight to the. Not even on my board. Not even on your board because pu- you not have even an on my pie board. board. Wow. You're drafted like. You're drafting like the Bengals. Uh, Fighting words there. Apple and pumpkin come before. Uh, All right, number five, we've got uh, Roberto (laughs) making a pick. There we go, Roberto. Well, Clay mentioned lasagna because of his his wife's tradition. In in our family, Mexican tradition, I think I I should go with the tamales. But I'm going to go with the honey baked ham because I feel like that's a very solid pick. I feel like tamales would have been very specific to you know Hispanic Christmas or Hispanic Thanksgiving. 
but I feel like you going with this pick, everybody who's ever had a honey-baked ham is like they perfected ham. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. I always had a ha- – the, the honey baked ham always has to be there for me for Thanksgiving. It is unbelievable. It's a I like, solid pick. I mean, and honey baked turkey too. By the way, I don't know what they do and how they do it, but they made ham like the greatest tasting thing ever. I think they had honey baked ham and then they added turkey. Was that like a? Wasn't it the honey baked ham company? And then they were like, you know what? We're gonna do for turkey what we did for ham yeah. because so I, good. they perfected ham. Like ham was ham. And then they honey baked it, and it's like the greatest thing that's ever yeah, the, existed. Yeah, the leftovers, you can oh. make a nice sandwich out of it. Oh, it's delicious. Have you ever I, seen love the line? I love Clay saying, ham was ham. <laughs> ham was ham. Like, there's nobody out there who was like, you know what I As love? As opposed to what? Ham. <laughs> yeah. It was the most basic meat out there. And then they were like, we're going to revolutionize ham. We're going to honey bake it. And it's incredible. And speaking of which, the lines. Yes. If you're trying to go get a honey-baked ham or a honey-baked turkey oh, yeah, right you now, know, man. it's like 14 hours. It's like lining up for gas in Iran oh, right now. My mom to used to bring folding chairs to yeah, that store. That, that's, folding, I mean, that's crazy, right? Can you imagine that's your job? Is uh, you work? I used to work retail, and retail for Christmas is crazy, right? It's a zoo. Uh, everybody knows for people who are working on Black Friday, like how wild it's going to be there with all the celebrations, everything else going on. For the last week, I can't even imagine what it's like working at a honey baked ham or honey baked turkey. So that's a solid five, all right? So uh, the five picks, if I remember correctly, pecan pie, turkey, gravy from yeah, Dub, uh, the turkey stuff. He's going to drink it. Turkey stand. Dub is just going to, yeah, you might as well spike it with, with liquor at least and just be it. Will, it will be spiked. <laughs> Uh, and then Dub's gonna for Christmas draft eggnog and just go ahead and stick uh, stick to everything. We got the turkey stuffing, and then we have the honey baked ham. All right, we are opening up the phone lines eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You guys can draft. This is our Thanksgiving food tradition uh, here on Outkick, where we do the draft. Appreciate all of you spending your Thanksgiving Eve with us. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be a lot of people request uh, Roxanne there, uh, Danny G. There were four or five requests for the group Police and like two or three specifically for that song. Uh, all right, let me go fast here with the picks, uh, and then we're going to finish off with calls on the Thanksgiving food draft. Uh, so you can, uh, I don't know even know if we need the music here, lead in. Uh, let me go fast. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, I've got the over in the Egg Bowl. That's Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt at Tennessee, I like the Vols to win by three touchdowns or more. Uh, Ohio State at Michigan. I like Michigan to potentially pull off the upset here. Nothing at stake for Michigan or Ohio State, really, other than pride in this game, uh, given that Ohio State's already won the Big Ten East and uh, will play in the Big Ten title game. Michigan can't really win anything. I like the uh, the Wolverines plus the nine or ten points as that line moves up. Penn State minus 40. I think they blow out Rutgers to finish out the year. I like A&M plus 17 at LSU. Good defense for A&M. I think that line's too high. I like Bama minus three and a half at Auburn. I think Bama wins by a touchdown or more. I like Oklahoma State to cover uh, up around 12-13 in Bedlam against Oklahoma. I like Florida to blow out Florida State. And I like the over in Wisconsin Minnesota. All right, a few more calls to finish out uh, Thanksgiving edition eve of Outkick the Coverage. Who's up next, Dub? All right, we got Steve in North Carolina. Steve, what are you drafting? So we what? All right, we got to move on from Steve. I can't understand anything that he's saying. Yeah, I, I don't think he knew he was on the air. Yeah, it wasn't going well for Steve. Uh, solid move by North Carolina there. All right, who's up next? All right, Nate in Indiana. Nate in Indiana, what you taking? Green bean casserole. All right, green bean casserole. All right, we'll keep moving here. The green I, I think you could take the green beans or the green bean casserole. I'm not a fan of green beans. I think the casserole helps to lift the green bean status overall. Yeah, me neither. Uh, otherwise, oh, I, I like those, especially with mashed potatoes. You like plain green beans, though? No, no, the casserole's better. I'm saying the only way you can eat green beans, in my mind, is yeah, with the casserole. got to chop some bacon up with them. Yeah, all right, who's up next, Dub? And gravy. All right, we got Jeremy in Texas. Jeremy down in Texas. <laughs> what you got for us? 
Uh, the Kyle Pye solid number one pick there, Clay. The Thank gravy you. is like Stop the bears up. reaching for Trubisky. Uh, oh, I'm not kissing up. Well, this is south, baby. Give me a southern-style macaroni and cheese, Clay. Oh, yes. Very – thanks for the call. That should have been in the top five. Pick. Oh, that is – I mean, dub, that was dub. out there. Okay, for, what dub. is it? Number three, you should have went mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. What does the southern-style mac and cheese have? I want to know just because I, l- I like to cook. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I don't know what's – I mean, there's so many different ways to cook mac and cheese. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably just with more cheese than you ordinarily would get, but that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That's Triple a good cheese. Triple cheese mac and cheese. Uh, that's also great for the kids uh, because I don't know about you guys, but my kids, you put mac and cheese on the menu on the kids' meal, and there's a huge percentage chance that that's coming off the board. And I totally forgot. That's one of those foods I always like to say, like when you become a parent, you go back in. I'm sure you've seen this, Roberto. You go back in and realize all the foods that you stopped eating as you got older, and you're like, man, why did I ever stop eating this? Uh, mac and cheese yeah. is one. Like I just I don't eat it very much as an adult. A peanut butter and jelly is the one that and and grilled cheese like all of those three things are staples of every kid mac oh, yeah. and cheese my daughter loves both of those yeah. yeah peanut butter and jelly and grilled cheese and there are things that as an adult I had stopped eating and then I remember having a, uh, a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich I was like my god why did I ever stop eating peanut Classic. butter and jelly oh yeah uh, alright do we have anybody else who wants to finish up who's been waiting dub yeah, we got our last pick here out to California. We got Rich. Rich in California. Rich, hey which one are you going to go with? Hey, guys. Uh, stuffing's got to have uh, sausage in it. And then the extra stuffing, you put in muffin tins, and you make stuffing muffins. And you can pick them up, dunk them in the gravy, slice them up, put them on sandwiches. They're outrageous. Thanks for the call. I don't know why, but that sounds like the kind of dish that a serial killer would draft. <laughs> Like I don't California know. I, as I'm listening to him the whole time, I'm thinking this is the food that a serial killer would take. I'm not sure that Rich is a serial killer in California, but do we have audio on that? Can we just replay it? It sounds so specific that it's like him might as well have called in and told us how to kidnap somebody and chloroform him before you kill him. Like that was way too detailed of a of a Thanksgiving draft. But did anybody else get the sense that that's a serial killer kind of move? Why don't you have Eddie recap the draft, and I'll see All if right. I can pull that quickly. Uh, Eddie's recap. Eddie has the, the the official list. All right. All right. Here we go. Number one, pecan pie. Number two, turkey. Number three, gravy. Number four, <laughs> stuffing. Five, honey baked ham. Six, deviled eggs. Seven, sweet potato casserole. Eight, mashed potatoes. Nine, cornbread casserole. At number ten, we had the sweet potato pie. At 11, chicken and dressing. Number 12, broccoli salad. 13, green bean casserole. Number 14, we had southern-style mac and cheese. And we wrapped it up with uh, stuffing sausage or stuffing muffins or something. I don't know (laughs) what the hell that was. I don't even know what that is. Uh, But I got to say this. Uh, Danny's got it. Danny's got it. All right, play it. Hey, guys. uh, Stuffing's got to have... Uh, sausage in it and then the extra stuffing you put in muffin tins and you make stuffing muffins and you can pick them up dunk them in the gravy slice them up put them on sandwiches they're outrageous thanks for the call (laughs) happy thanksgiving be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 